Crestview family. Welcome to Crestview Baptist Church this morning. Thank you for coming to worship with us this morning. We're glad to have you here. Uh, it is an exciting day. As you can see, we have a lot of things going on. And uh, so I'm going to get through my announcements, and I'm going to get through them quick so we can get this service started and we can worship the Lord together. I do want to say if you're a visitor and you're a guest with us for the very first time, we would love to get to know you a little bit better. So there are some visitor cards in the pews in front of us. If you would grab one of those, fill it out, and drop it in the offering plate just so we can get to know you, it would be greatly appreciated. Um, as far as announcement goes, there's a lot going on these next couple of weeks. Uh, Wednesday night is our last Wednesday night kids Christmas play practice and uh, for the year. And it is actually our last, really our last normal Wednesday night service for the year. It's, well, we have, we have one Saturday. We have a kids Christmas play practice Saturday too. But um, so be sure you come Wednesday though if you're in the Christmas play. Uh, the kids will practice Saturday morning. And we, the kids' Christmas party is right after that um, on Saturday morning. Uh, the play practice starts at 10, and then, the Chris, and then it'll go from 12, and the kids' Christmas party will be from 12 to 2. But I will feed all the kids that come to, all the youth and the kids that come to the play practice. So, um, but if the kids, but if the big kids want to hang around and see, I got a special treat for the kids. I got gospel, a gospel magician coming for us. So if the big kids want to hang around and see that, hey, they're welcome to it. Um, let's see. We got uh, next. The after that, the following Wednesday is our soup supper and caroling. If you're interested, if you see Sandra or uh, Joy for more about that, I think they want you to bring soups. Is that right for that? So. And I, all that money goes to Lottie Moon that we raised that day. Um, and the, but next Sunday is important to remember this. After our kids' Christmas play, um, in the fellowship hall is our church Christmas party. And that's a covered dish meal. So you bring out a covered dish and we uh, get our eat on. Yeah, I'm excited. That's the Baptist way. I love it. Um, I don't think I have any more announcements. Miss Joy does. She has to come up and share a few things with you. Uh, anytime I'm up here, Joy has to come in and talk and tell us what's going on. So after Joy get done, gets done, I'm going to turn it over to Preacher Artie, and I hope you enjoy the service today. Yep. Okay, uh, first of all, I want to talk about Samaritan's Purse and uh, going to the Processing Center on Tuesday. We'll leave the we'll leave the church at um, 10:30 a.m. and we will not be stopping to eat on the way. So eat you some breakfast or bring you something to eat in the van on the way to Boone. Um, we'll work until five and then we'll decide if we're going to go anywhere and eat or if we're going to stop. What we'll do then. So we've got a few more slots that are open. If there's anybody that'd like to go, if you'll see me and sign up today. Otherwise, I'll change the registration so they can give those slots to someone else. Uh, the other thing I want to mention is the Christmas cards. If when you come in the side door over here, you'll see the uh, members and uh, people that come regularly have slots to put Christmas cards in. If you would like to bring your cards for members of the church and put them in those boxes, 
uh, we ask that you make a donation for however many cards you put in the uh, post office, and that goes to Lottie Moon, and we'll take care of putting the cards into the slots for you. You can leave your donation and your cards in the mailbox out there. Our Lottie Moon goal is $5,000, and I don't have an exact figure, but right now we've got over 4,000, so if you uh, haven't give or want to give, just pray about what you can give, and you can uh, put it in your envelope and just designate to the Lottie Moon. And uh, Chad already mentioned the potato bar on the 20th. I will be contacting people to ask for donations of soup and cornbread and crackers and desserts. And then whatever you give as a donation for that meal goes to the Lottie Moon offering also. So uh, if you have any questions, you can see me after the service. Thank you. I'm going to stay down here. Guys, I'm using my mic. Uh, thank you all for being here. I know the choir has worked really hard on this cantata, and I want to welcome you. But I also want to make you aware of Doyne Allison, um, he had surgery to remove his cancer this past Monday, and he's having some difficulties. He has developed uh, blood clots in his left leg, so he has been at the ER twice within the last three days with those, so please continue to pray for him. He was determined to come today, and I think Sandra and, and several people encouraged him not to try to push it, but to recover. So... Uh, Please continue to pray for him. And then I talked to uh, Donna Stowe this morning. Um, we, talk, we shared Wednesday night. Everybody's been told that, that Rick has kidney cancer. The doctors sent him to a specialist in um, Asheville. He went to the specialist and was told that all they did was kidney stones and they had no idea why they were, he was sent that to them. So they got him lined up with a, a specialist in Gastonia and he said it's definitely cancer. They will be removing his left kidney, but the prognosis is really, really good that the doctor is confident that he, he will be able to get everything and that, the, uh, that he should be able to, to recover fully. They have already put him in uh, for a spot. They're waiting at this point for an operating room to open up so they could get the phone call any moment and that they would have to go to the hospital. So just pray for Donna and Rick, especially now that they're in that waiting game, just waiting for them to give them a phone call. But please pray for them. Also, there's a lot of, of crud going around. It's that time of year in North Carolina. So we have a lot of people that are, are sick with uh, anything from sinus infection to the flu to just crud. So pray for each other. We cannot forget to pray for each other. I'm going to tell you, I shared this the other day. Out of all the Christmas cantatas that I have heard, this by far, shares the gospel of Jesus Christ better than any other cantata I've ever heard. So please listen to the gospel story as the choir sings 
And as we begin our time of worship, if you would please join me in prayer. Our blessed Heavenly Father, we come before you. We thank you for being who you are. We thank you that you sent your Son to dwell with us, to walk among us and live life just as we live. Dear Lord, he faced the sadness, the hurts, the pains of everyday life, and he did it for us. Dear Lord, no other person can say that they have a Savior that knows them as well as you know us. And we thank you for that. We thank you for the saving grace that was shown in that manger and all the way through his life until he rose again on the third day. And dear Lord, you promise that you will come back for us and we thank you for that promise, the hope that we have in Jesus Christ. As we begin our worship time together, dear Lord, have your way with us. May your spirit move. Bless the choir and Sandra as they have prepared to share this cantata with us that we may hear the gospel of Jesus Christ proclaimed today. We ask all of this in the holy and precious name of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. This is our second Sunday of Advent, a time of joyful expectation of the coming of our Lord, a time of watching and waiting, a time of preparation for Christmas the celebration of Christ's first coming and his second coming. The Advent message is of hope, peace, joy, and love. First, we will relight the center candle, known as the Christ candle. It is usually not lit until Christmas Day, but since we're not going to be together on Christmas Day, we lit it first to remind us that everything about the Christmas season revolves around him. We're also going to relight the candle of hope. It is purple, and this candle is to remind us that Jesus is our only hope. He came to love, heal, and forgive. Now today, we'll light another purple candle known as the candle of peace. This candle is a reminder that Jesus is the Prince of Peace and he came to reconcile us with God. The Bible tells us in Luke that the angels proclaimed the promise of peace on earth. The promise of peace is not that our lives will always be peaceful, calm, and relaxed, but it is that the Prince of Peace will be there through us in any circumstances that we face. He will give us that peace that passes all understanding. Let us pray. Our dear Heavenly Father, our Savior, our Messiah, and our Prince of Peace, we come today asking you to fill us with a peace that only you can bring. We pray that we'll not focus so much on our own selves, but that we'll open our eyes and our hearts to those around us to be aware of those that are in need of a hug, maybe a Christmas card, a phone call, a visit, or some encouraging words. So as we pray for peace, Lord, I pray that it begins with each of us, and I pray that others will see you through us. For it is your name, Jesus, that we pray. 
Amen. So would you stand as we sing the first and last verses of It Came Up on the Midnight Clear, and then we'll continue to worship the giving of our tithes and our offerings. That's page 93. Choir does sing. Uh, this is one thing that I've just got to thank so many 
made this morning possible. Our choir, this wonderful choir, they've taken so much abuse from me. And, uh, I'm just going to go ahead and admit it now. But more, more than that, the youth have taken a lot of abuse. Some of them heard me this morning threaten them. Uh, uh, so, but they always do what I ask. They're great. You're wonderful troopers. I love and appreciate you guys. Our children's choir, they are precious. And I tell you, I am a firm believer in starting them in participating in the worship services when they're young. So thank you. Parents, thank you, because I know you've had to bring them back and forth and back and forth. So thank you. Pastor Artie for doing the narration that caused him to have to stay longer every Wednesday night. Uh, Ginger got sick, but I didn't excuse Artie. <laughs> Our wonderful sound booth guys, I tell you, uh, we, I just hand it to you, <laughs> all of you. Uh, Dan, I, I've, I've really Dan ran da Dan ragged, and I probably owe him about three or four tanks of gas. <laughs> but thank you all. Church, thank you. I know we do some things that are just a little different sometimes and unusual, but you accept everything that we do. So thank you all for that. And most of all, Thanks go highly to our Lord and our Savior. He's allowing us to celebrate his birthday. What an honor and privilege that is that he's allowed us to uh, just laugh, clap, tap our feet, ring the bells, everything that uh, we want to do. Because if we don't do it, who's going to? The rocks. That's right. So let's don't let any rocks take our place. Let's worship the Lord this morning. So as we're singing, if it's a tune you're familiar with, sing along with us. Uh, our children love to be rewarded with a hand clap, so you can <laughs> keep that in mind as they sing too. So at this time, our choir, our youth, and our children would love to present to our Lord and Savior what Christmas really means.
childhood memories of presents under the tree. They whisper that Christmas is about something far more important than gifts. They proclaim that God is with us, for the prophecy of Isaiah 7:14 has been fulfilled. A virgin has given birth to a son, and he is Emmanuel. Oh, sing all ye 
Christmas really about? Ask and you will hear many different answers. But just mention Bethlehem and you'll quickly discover that there's something precious and unique about that one amazing night long ago that causes us to fall and worship <coughs> still today. It's holy name. 
The night seemed ordinary to many, and yet it is unforgettably marked by holiness for others. For some, Jesus was just one more generation of a conquered people. For others, his birth means the end of darkness and the beginning of light, the end of centuries of waiting and the dawn of grace. There's no question that no other birth in history has impacted the world so dramatically as the day Jesus was born.
familiar to countless millions. Even those who ignore it know about angels and shepherds and wise men. Those who embrace it will tell you this baby was like no other. into a world that was desperate for a Savior. And that world hasn't changed. Though at its heart, Christmas is about God's love for a planet filled with hurting, hopeless souls. Let the Scripture and the words of our carols never become so familiar that we are numb to that tender message. 
we focus on a few brief days surrounding the birth of God's only begotten Son. Christmas means so much more. It's about what heaven surrendered, what Jesus endured, and what the Father accomplished so we could be saved.
reports that when the shepherds had seen him, they went home glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had witnessed. Yet the shepherds only knew part of the story. Once we have followed Jesus by the Sea of Galilee and down the dusty roads to Jerusalem, once we have seen him heal and restore and heard him speak, once we have watched him give his life and then defeat death and rise victoriously, how can we possibly keep that, this glorious news to ourselves? 
I lie. If you cannot follow the road of salvation, the gospel of Jesus Christ through those songs, please come talk to me and let me explain it to you. There are four days, actually five, that are inseparable in history. The moment God 
spoke the world into existence. He already had a plan for Jesus to come on that morning. When Adam took that apple in rebellion against God, he already had a plan to renew that relationship through that baby that was born that morning. When the angels appeared to the shepherds and proclaimed the birth of the Messiah, it was because He had a plan. When Jesus died on that cross for our sins, He had a plan. When He rose on the third day, sealing our salvation, And when he went away on that cloud with the promise from those angels, the same angels that proclaimed his birth said, he's coming back again. It was all because of what happened. All because of that plan that God had from the very beginning. That is the gospel of Jesus Christ. If you don't know Him in a personal way, today, please don't leave here without making that decision to follow Him. We're having baptism on Christmas Eve. We have two young people that have proclaimed their faith in Jesus Christ and they're going to be getting baptized Christmas Eve morning. Accepting the greatest gift that has ever been given. Emmanuel. As we sing this song, this is the invitation. If you don't know Him, come talk to me. Let me introduce you to the only person that will change your life. As we sing this song, this is your opportunity. One twenty-two. Tell me the story of Jesus. today. Thank you to the choir. Didn't they do good? 
the children did awesome. They were really getting into, into ringing those bells. I think that was their favorite part. Was that your favorite part? I know that was Peyton's favorite part. He was up there going to town. So thank you. Thank you, youth, for sitting there and doing this. And thank you, Sandra. Come up here, Sandra. Come here. If you didn't know, the Christmas season is the hardest time of the year for a music minister because there's so much stuff going on. They started practicing back this summer, started going over these songs. And right up until the end, she's had to write parts for trios and things of that nature as part of this. And then she's had three people get sick and not be able to be here today that had these parts. And so she's had to, to adjust very quickly which I'm sure Whitey has heard about. <laughs> but she's looking to see what kind of response you're giving. But this is why we are here. This is why we come together as God's people, is to worship our Savior. And I want to say thank you, Sandra, for the hard work. Thank you, choir. And the sound guys, I tell you, they're the unsung heroes. If, if something doesn't go right, they are the ones that catch the blame, whether or not it's their fault or not. They're the ones that hear about it. So thank you guys for working so hard up there and running the, the slides and the live stream and everything else. Thank you. But Dr. Sharon has got something to share with you. The choir always likes to get a little token of appreciation for Sandra. We had a hard time this year because she has her relationship with Jesus Christ. She has Whitey. And she has us. <laughs> so we really struggled with what else could she really need or want. So, Sandra, thank you. And choir, you guys did such a great job. You have off until January. <laughs> so thank you again for being here. Don't forget, we do have things coming up next week. The children's Christmas and youth Christmas play. Don't miss that. I will tell you, we did not know what we were getting when we, when we called Sandra as our music minister. She has written... This play that they're performing next week from scratch. Uh, it did not exist before she wrote it. And in fact, several of our plays that we've done over the years, Sandra has written. So uh, she is very talented. Don't forget, the last Wednesday night practice is this Wednesday night at 5.30. Dress rehearsal, 10 a.m. Saturday, followed by the, the children's Christmas party. And then um, Sunday, the performance at, at 10.30 as our, our worship service, and then immediately following the service, we will have our church-wide Christmas party, covered dish dinner. Come bring something to share. If you don't bring something, still stay and share with us. I promise I will go last, so there will be plenty of food for everybody else. Jerry's going to be back there with me.
<laughs> so uh, thank you for coming. And, and I'm going to ask Terry Pendleton as our deacon of the week. I know he's not listed there, but he's missed a couple of weeks. So he's, he's making up some time and he's going to dismiss us in prayer today.